Good morning. Good morning. Anybody join the call? Top of the morning. Good morning, Nancy. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good to hear your sound this morning. This thankful hey. Thursday. Yes. Is the Lord has made. We shall be glad and rejoice in it. Um, can you please pray for me and my family? This is Sister Sabrina. Sure. Thank you, and have a blessed day. You too. You too, Sister Sabrina. Would anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. And who is this? Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good to hear your sound this morning, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Would anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning, sister. Good morning. It's a thankful Thursday. It's Rochelle. Don't sound like it. Sound like Kermit. But it's all good. To God be the glory. I feel better than I sound. (laughs) But I thank God for another day. I love you. Declare Victory. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Wonderful to hear your sound this morning, and thank you so much, and welcome to Declare Victory. Would anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Deanna. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good to hear y'all sound this morning. Good morning, Sister. This is Joyful. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, Joyful. (laughs) Good morning. Would anybody else like to say good morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Marvelous Marv uh, joining in to Declare Victory on this day. Good to hear your sound, brother. Welcome, welcome. God bless you, too. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Hey, Pretty. Yeah, Welcome yeah, to the yeah. Clear Victory. Have a wonderful day. Good morning. You too. This is Kat. Good morning, Kat. Good morning. Good to hear your sound. Morning, morning. morning. <laughs> good morning. Would anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Tornita. Um, I have a prayer request if I can. I didn't get a chance to put it on the app. Absolutely. What's your prayer request, Juanita? Um, I'm not sure if she's on the line this morning yet, but Monica, well, she may not be on this morning. Monica Holmes is having surgery this morning, so just praying for um, successful surgery. And um, prayer for Nikki. Mackenzie, um, who has been diagnosed with cancer, just praying for healing. Okay. Thank you, Swanita. We will certainly lift them up in prayer this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Would anybody else like to say good morning? Marcella, I promise I'm going to be quiet, but I forgot to put it in the app. 
Sonia's dad is having surgery this morning. So we're praying for Mr. Robert. And keep me in prayer. I can sound like Shell, and I sound like Kermit, okay? I love y'all. <laughs> yes, Rochelle. So that was Mr. Robert, Sonia's dad, and a, and yourself. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, okay. We are ready to get started. Just before we get started and move forward, we'd like to ask everyone to mute your line so we can proceed. Please mute your phones at this time. Thank you. And once again, welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. My name is Priscilla. They call me Persistent Priscilla. And I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the month of February where we are where our monthly theme is entitled Surrender. Each declare will focus on the process, necessary, necessity, and value of a surrendered lifestyle and do and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is an announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out, Woman's Call, hosted by Miss Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan, by John Prevere. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here, by dialing the same number tonight. The prayer submitted, we do have prayer requests, and the prayer requests submitted are for Mr. Roberts, Sonia's father, please pray for his healing. Our very own Rochelle, please pray for her voice and her sound, that she'll have healing there. We also have a prayer request for Sabrina's family. Please pray for her, Sabrina and her family. She's asked for prayer. Also, we have prayer for Monica, Monica Holmes who's having surgery. We want to pray that everything go well for her surgery. And also we have prayer for a Nikki, and please excuse me, um, she's been diagnosed with cancer. So please give, pray for Nikki as well. God knows her last name. Um, the order of the call is prayer and COVID praise will be brought to you 
by Angela. The declaration will be brought to you by Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> there, we will go right into, from there, we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer. I repeat, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Angela. The declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Romans 12.1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This, your true, this is your true and proper worship, NIV. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of, the, of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. God bless everyone on this beautiful Thursday morning. We are going to go together before the throne of God this morning, entreating him, giving him thanks, just giving his name praise, lifting up those um, that have prayer requests, um, just healing the ground of our hearts and preparing us for the word on this morning. So, Father, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you praise on this morning. Father, hallelujah. Father, we come before you here, our voices, as you always do. Father, you said in your word, God, that you visit us every single morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for standing next to us this morning. Thank you for waking us, God, whenever you woke us. If you woke us at one of the prayer hours, God, thank you. Thank you, Father, for seeing about us. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you for wanting to hear our voice. Hallelujah. Thank you that heaven notified you. Hallelujah. That your children are woke, that your children are calling on your name, hallelujah, thank you, because you are good, God, and there's no one else to praise. There is no one else to call on, hallelujah. There is no one else to seek but you, hallelujah. There is no one else that is mighty, no one else that is holy, no one else that is righteous, no one else for us to Seek hallelujah. So, Father, hear your children on this morning. Hallelujah. We call on your name on this morning, God. Hallelujah. Oh, wonderful and mighty and holy God. Hallelujah. The one who sits up high. Hallelujah. The one who makes our way. Hallelujah. The one who told us that you would instruct us that you would guide us and that you would lead us with your very own eye. Hallelujah. So, Father, we lift up our voice to you on this morning. We lift up our praise to you and only you on this morning, giving you thanks on this morning, giving you praise. And we are saying thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your righteousness. Thank you for your truth, hallelujah. Thank you for opening up our eyes. Thank you for telling us the way to go. Thank you for witty inventions. Thank you, Father. When we sought you, God, we found you. When we asked you, how should we go about this? How should we do this? And why is this? Father, you answered us. Father, you guided us. Father, you will never leave us and you will never forsake us. You cover us and you stroke us as your beautiful children, God. Hallelujah. As your wonderful children, God. And we say thank you on this morning, God. We will praise your name. Hallelujah. Oh, God, with our whole heart, we will praise you, God. Hallelujah. We will be glad and rejoice in you, oh God. Hallelujah. Father, you always show up your marvelous works, God. Hallelujah. So we give you praise on this morning, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we stand up against every trap, Father, every trick, every diabolical way that the enemy would come against us or our families on today, God. We break up that fallow ground. Hallelujah. Expose the enemy. Expose his ways. Expose every trap. Expose every trick, God. Cover your children on today, God. Hallelujah. Cover us, God, as we go to and fro, God, as we go to work, as we come from work, God, as we go about our day, oh God, as we're dropping off our children, picking up our spouses, whatever the case may be on today, God. Cover, Lord. Cover us in highly populated areas, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, cover us while we are in downtown areas, on planes and trains, God, while we're walking public transportation. In the mighty name of Jesus, we send forth your angels now, hallelujah, to cover God. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Father, we say thank you. We need insight and foresight, God. We need to hear you at all times, God. Let us not be so focused on ourselves and our lives, God, and about whatever it is we have to do, that we cannot hear you, God, that we cannot hear your warnings, God. Let us not be frustrated when we're detoured, God. You're keeping us. You're covering us. You're detouring us. You are turning us around. Oh, God, so we say thank you, God. We say Thank you that we will go out today and we will come back in today in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. So we say thank you, God. We lift up this nation. We lift up those that are hurting. We lift up those that have been marred. We lift up those, God, hallelujah, that have been shot. We lift up those, God, who have been hurt, God, those that are crying out to you, oh God, those that are calling on your name, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We say heal, Father, heal and raise them up for your glory. Put a testimony in their mouth, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We're calling on your name on this morning, God. We're saying, Father, 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 help those that are calling on your name. We say, Father, 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 there may be some in our families 
some on this line right now, God, that is seeking you, God, that is crying out to your name. There are some going into surgery, God. We lift up Monica, God. We lift up Mr. Roberts, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up Rochelle, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift them up, Father. Heal, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up Nikki. Heal, God. You're the God of miracles. Hallelujah. We are only believing you for a testimony that would result in completely healed, bodies restored. Oh, God, lead. Lead your surgeons now as some of them go into surgery. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for insight in that surgeon, God. We thank you for the nurses that will be in the room, God. We lift up Sabrina's family, God. You know the need, Father. We cover every single family, God, that is on this line right now. Every prayer request, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you for healing. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for total healing and total restoration. Father, we honor you on this morning. We give you praise, honor, and glory, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you now, Father, that the chilling of our hearts, God, that we will come before you and be prepared to hear your word on this morning, God. Let us cast off every weight. Let us cast off every single thing. Let us cast everything off of our mind, God, and be prepared to hear your word, God. Till the ground of our hearts, God, that we can surrender to you, God, that we can take it off, God, that we could yield to you, God. God, that we cannot come to you with our desires that are opposite of your purpose for our lives, God. You prepared us before the foundation of the world. You gave us an assignment in our hands, God, and we must yield to you. We must surrender to you for the furtherance of the kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. So as we come off of mute and give you praise on this morning, God, prepare our hearts, God, till our hearts. Hallelujah. Thank you for strength today. Thank you for 
I ask, oh God, that you would touch your body oh God. and cause of the Thank head you, to dispose of her. Thank you, Father. Heavenly so, Father. Father, as we move forward, hallelujah. As we move forward in this call, God, we give you glory, Father. As your children have lifted up our voices before you, God. Hallelujah, Father. We say prepare the ground, God. We say, yes, we yield to our ways. We say, yes, we yield and we surrender, God. Father, uproot on this morning. Go down and pluck up on this morning. Let your word go down and uproot. Hallelujah. On this morning, God, let your word go down and uproot. Hallelujah. Uproot, 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 uproot on this morning. Oh, God, go down deep, go down deep, and uproot on this morning, God, uproot on this morning, God, go down into the soil of our hearts on this morning, God, oh, God, on this morning, on this morning, on this morning, hallelujah, oh, sweet Jesus, on this morning, uproot, uproot, uproot. In the mighty, 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 mighty name of Jesus, name of Jesus, you, God, see the hearts even now prepared. Hallelujah, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, oh, hallelujah. Oh God, 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 hallelujah. Uproot, uproot, uproot on this morning. Uproot on this morning, uproot. Hallelujah, uproot on this morning. 
Oh, God, hallelujah, we give you glory. Father, we give you praise. Our hearts are ready. Our hearts are ready. And the soil is tilled. And our hearts are ready to receive your word. And for that to be uprooted. And for this to be uprooted. And for things we've held on to. Things we've hidden. Things we've reached our left hand out with to give it to you. But things we put behind our back with our right hand, God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, we give you both hands, God. We give you beauty, oh God. We give you access, God, and give us the beauty, God, and uproot in your word on this morning, God. Hallelujah. Uproot on this morning, God. And uproot. Go down in our hearts on this morning, God, and uproot. Oh, God, uproot, uproot on this morning, God. Oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Oh, God, we thank you, we thank you for Kenya on this morning, God. Oh, God, Father, speak through your daughter. Speak through your servants, speak through your servants on this morning, God. Speak through your servant on this morning, God. Oh, God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Your children are waiting. We're ready. In the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' most magnificent and glorious name. Amen and amen. Let's have the call today. Oh, thank you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Tanya, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Oh, wonderful. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, wonderful, wonderful Jesus. We bless you, God. We bless you, oh God. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Oh, God. Hallelujah. We give you glory, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. Oh, wonderful Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. Glory to you, Jesus. Oh, my God, I'm Glory. sorry. Y'all couldn't hear me. I had full church all by myself. <laughs> hallelujah. You can hear me okay now, right? Yes, we can hear you. God bless you. All right, I'm going to do it all over again. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, he's the lily of the valley, bright and morning star. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, he's the God of every nation, blessed name. Oh, how I love him, how I love him. He's the lily of the valley, bright and morning star. How I love him. How I love him. He's the God of every nation. Blessed name. Hallelujah. First, I give honor to God, who is the head of my life, to his son Jesus and the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Ah, today, I thank and praise God because he is my keeper. 
I can testify that I've been saved all day, ever since about 5 o'clock this morning when I woke up. No evil have I done. I love the Lord with all of my heart. I'm so thankful that he heard my cry. And he pitied every single moment. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning. That, Auntie, you took me in. You took me. I literally envisioned, hallelujah, I envisioned as during the final uh, minutes of your prayer, I, I envisioned um, uh, ground uh, uh, being tilled. I'm not a farmer. I've heard my daddy talk about farming because he grew up as a sharecropper way back. 93 years ago, as of this uh, coming Monday, my dad will be 93 years old. But um, I remember his sharecropping stories and how they would have to get a hoe, the tool, and break up break up the hard soil, the hop, that they call it fallow ground, and they'd have to till the soil. They would have to break it up, use that hoe to break up break up the soil. You can't hear me? Oh no. Okay. Uh, can you hear me, Angie? I just got a text. Or Shell, can y'all hear me? Okay. Do I need to make an adjustment? Or maybe no, that was a listen. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. So, but anyway, he would they would break up because in order to do the planting, right? In order to to plant the crop, whatever the seed was that they were going to be planting, you couldn't just plant. My goodness, you couldn't just plant the seed. You couldn't just throw it on the ground. You literally had to break up the pack, the, the dirt, the soil that was packed. You'd have to break it up, then plant the seeds. Uh, and there were some other nurturing things. You had to put down manure. You had to put down or, or fertilizer. Um, you had to water the plant. And it's the, we have to leave the rest up to God because we can't turn the, the sun on and off the way we, we would like, and we can't turn the rain off and on that we would like. So there's a certain time of the year that the soil, the seeds are planted. There's a certain time of the year that it's harvested. So what in my mind, um, as Angie was praying, I saw us that the soil being broken up so that we could receive the seed, the word of God this morning that he has specifically for us because it's time for us to receive this word on surrender. And uh, the seed that I'm going to be planting today will be a little bit different from what has been planted, but it will all come together. And so I want to thank uh, Persistent for doing an excellent job, Persistent Priscilla and doing an excellent job in hosting and greeting today. And again, Angela, for the prayer. For the um, benefit of those, those that might be new, my name is Tanya, not Tanya. Um, I am just your just one of the uh, teachers um, that is going to give what we call a declaration. It's just simply a, a mini sermon, or it can also be called a lesson, whatever we want to call it. Just our the culture around here is we call it a declaration. D E C L A R A T I O N. And before we do the declaration, just so that everybody can hear so that we are all on the same page. We ask that you mute your phone so that we don't hear any background noise. We know y'all are up getting ready, getting the kids ready, getting your day ready. Some of you may be even at work, um, but, but we ask you to, um, and throughout the call, you may may uh, hear me say just a reminder, mute your call because I may hear a little background noise. Anyway, uh, so after the, the declaration, we're going to open the call up for those 
individuals that didn't get a chance to say good morning because we want you to feel loved today. We love you. We really, really do. That's why y'all get up to listen. We we get up to, to share. And most of us are preparing. Um, please mute your phone, whoever just made that comment. Most of us are preparing a couple of days in advance to make sure that we give you what God wants you to have, not just what we want you to hear from us, right? And so uh, what we want to want everyone to feel welcome, everyone, especially uh, those that are calling in for the first time and those that are have, have just begun to develop a relationship with Christ. We want you to feel welcome. One of the things that the enemy is very subtle at doing is making us feel like we don't belong. Now, he'll do that in a live church service, and he will do that on this call, but that's a lie. I want you to know today that you are welcomed here. You are welcomed here. So after we do the welcome, I'm not the welcome, after we do our greeting, then we're going to open the call up. You literally get an opportunity to ask questions. Uh, or If you have an experience that was similar to anything that I share today, you could share that experience. Um, and get clarity about anything that was discussed within the theme of the declaration today, right? And so we want you to feel welcome to do that. Another thing that that self, we do to ourselves and that the enemy will do is make you feel like your question is dumb or that uh, you, 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 they, they won't want to hear from you or those kind of silly things. Don't pay attention to that. Don't pay it. The, the Bible says we are overcomers by the words of our testimonies. I believe we can include asking questions there so that you can get a clear, get clarification. And all by getting, do what? Get an understanding. That's the word. So now that I've given you the intelligence of the call and how it's gonna it's gonna work, let let's 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 go ahead and jump into the lesson. I, I have seven grandsons. Yes, I know y'all think I'm only 39, but I'm not. I have seven grandsons aged 26 to 12. Can you believe that? Seven grandsons aged 26 to 12. And one of those jokers, the oldest one, has the nerve to give me a great. I am also not just a mima, is what my grandchildren call me. I am a great. Anyway, um, so there's seven grandsons, and then the girls started coming. My eldest grand, and can you tell I'm smiling as I'm talking? <laughs> My eldest granddaughter was born Christmas night. Literally, after we had completed our dinner and cleaned up the kitchen, I got the call that my son's baby mama, yes, baby mama, was in the hospital giving us our first granddaughter. Um, the other two girls were born the following two years in October 2018 and in July. 2019. When we call her Moni, when Moni was born, um, yeah, it, it literally gave me a new level of love. I love that little girl. Anyway, when Moni was five, her dad uh, put her in swimming lessons, but I became the designated driver and I loved it. Uh, her mom made sure she had her swimsuit, but Mima <laughs> made sure she had all the little extras, like a waterproof duffel bag. She had a Little Mermaid towel. She was in Little Mermaid at the time. Uh, uh, and her lessons and other little things that I discovered on Amazon, you know, I just got a little excited. Anyway, I wanted her to, uh, you know, I didn't want her to feel 
left out and, you know, I want her to be able to fit in with her little swimmate. But at any rate, her lessons were in Burlingame, California. Uh, and if you don't know anything about Burlingame, California, uh, let me just put it like this. We were the only brown people there. And uh, Monty is, <laughs> is uh, anyway, whatever. We were only the brown people there, but no matter, because she was oblivious to it. And I walked into the joint like we were supposed to be there because we were. Um, I, the way that I see it, the money for her expensive swim lessons was just as green as everybody else's. So, you know, um, as I watched and recorded Monty's process of learning to swim, it brought back memories of my swim lessons as a child. As I thought about my childhood swim lessons, I realized some of the techniques used on me were still relevant in 2022 when she was taking her lessons. And when she was, uh, uh, and, when, and, and listen, we're talking about several decades after she was born, those same techniques, some of them were being used. For example, the instructor patiently encouraged her and the other children to get in the water. He instructed them on how to hold on to the railing. We're not going to run and jump in. Um, he instructed them how to put their face in the water, how to hold their breath and open their eyes underwater, etc. She was also instructed how to use certain equipment like goggles and floaties that are filled with air and you place them on the kids arms they also have the ones that you place around their chest to help uh, rather than using a bulky uh what do you call life jacket that helps the children um to stay afloat what was different about this process was the great number of water toys and games used to disguise the process of learning to swim as fun and entertaining with the objective of teaching Monty and her swimmate specific activities designed to build their confidence, to overcome any fears of the water and so on. Monty became so confident so quickly that she was sure she already knew how to swim. I never discouraged her. Instead, I celebrated her newfound confidence and every achievement though they were minuscule. What I enjoyed most was the one-on-one -on -one time or bonding we had exclusively, that's Tamani and I, which was extended past the swim lessons because she spent the night with me once a week and we went, and then I, I had the privilege of making her breakfast, getting her ready and dropping her off at, at school the next day. Um, believe it or not, transporting and encouraging her was part of her swim lesson process as well. Okay, okay, okay. I know you didn't get up at five something in the morning to hear stories about my granddaughter and me bonding and building our relationship through her swim lessons of all things. Still, there is a crucial knowledge transfer that we can use from Monty's lessons. The process. You heard me mention the process at least three or four times so far, and I'm going to talk about the P word quite often. Think about it. There is a process for everything that we do. For example, a process to be born, from conception to labor and delivery. There's a process in learning to read, to write, to fight, to drive, to build. To earn a degree or a certification, there is a process to obtain a job, 
buy a car, rent an apartment, buy a house, to become an athlete, a coach, a mentor, to own a sports team. There's a process. There is a process to becoming a great husband, a father, and a friend. You don't just you don't just wake up one morning and make a decision, you know what, I'm going to be an outstanding father. I'm just going to start right now. I mean, there are people who do that, but that's not the best way to do it. There's a process to learning to become an exceptional husband. There's a process. You don't just uh, get married and then become a, a, a great husband. You learn through trial and error. You learn by reading. You learn by um, being mentored, whether that is personal mentorship or uh, following someone on social media or um, someone, not just anyone, someone that is a successful husband already. Um, there is a process to being a great friend. A lot of the process, though, is trial and error. You learn what to do. You study the person. You There's all kinds of things. There's a process to starting a business. To, there's a process from going to rags to riches. There's a process to blowing it all and becoming destitute. People don't just wake up destitute. There is a whole entire process. Now, it's not that hard to become destitute. One of the processes, one of the steps or one of the ingredients to becoming destitute is just to decide I'm not doing nothing else. I'm done. I'm just going to let life happen. That's a sure way. <laughs> That's a sure way to becoming destitute. There is even a process to surrendering to God. Ah, my goodness. Today's thought is, my thought is the process of surrendering. I know, I know. I went through all those antics and used all that time just to tell y'all there is a process. Yup. <laughs> y'all know I love to to leave out the back door, hop the fence, walk down the alley, go around the corner, across the pond, up the hill, and through the maze just to get across the street. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. I use this methodology purposely so that the thought or the point that I am trying to make sticks with you. I know some people get irritated and they probably hang up. That's fine. It's not for them. I believe this technique causes one to think differently. And if I do a good job, it may provoke them, or let's just say you, to create a change process. There's that word again, a change process, which enables them or you to achieve their goals and objectives. And that is what is necessary. That is the objective. The objective is to help you to achieve your objective. Now that we have Monty's swim lessons out of the way, let's do a deep dive, pun intended, on the process of surrender. Well, maybe not a deep dive, but, but we will definitely scratch the surface really hard. Um, the teacher in me wants to first define the word process. You ready? Process is a series of actions or events performed to make something or achieve a particular result or a series of changes that happen naturally. That's found in the Cambridge Dictionary. Synonyms are words or phrases that are similar to the word process are procedure, operation, activity, 
exercise, task, undertaking, proceedings. Now, if you, if you, if you look at these words, if we briefly examine them, we, we won't examine all of them, but if we, if we lump them all together, these are verbs. These are action words. They require something from us in order to get something. Does that make sense? So there's a process. For, let me give you, let me give you, a, let me give you an example, a real live example. I made a German chocolate cake. Baby, when I tell you that cake, oh my God, that cake was, is delicious. Now, but there is a process to baking. Now, all of us have our processes, but let me just, let me give you an idea so that we're all on the same page, okay? First of all, I had to decide that I wanted to make the cake. Put that down. Make a decision. I had to decide that I wanted to make the cake. I had to decide that I wanted to make a German chocolate cake because I could I could have easily made a sakitsumi cake, a, a sour cream, I mean, a, 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 yeah, a sour cream pound cake. I could have made a 7-Up cake. I could have made a red velvet cake. I could have and been corny just because it's Valentine's Day. I could have made, you know, a box cake. Duh, no, I won't. I don't. <laughs> no, ma'am. I make my cakes. No, sir. I make my cakes from scratch. But, but listen, 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 listen. I had to make a decision. Once I made the decision, I had to ensure I had the ingredients. And for those ingredients that I didn't have, I keep sugar and flour and vanilla. Those are staples here at my home. Uh, I had to make sure that I had the remaining ingredients. I had to make sure that I had the proper tools, my measuring cups, my measuring spoons, my blender. But you want to hear something funny? The whole blit, the whole, I didn't mean blender, I meant mixer. The whole mixer died in the middle of me making the cake. Can you believe, that is so disrespectful, but oh, I had a trick. I had just a few days ago, well, a few weeks, well, a few months ago, I bought a hand mixer because I have a heavy-duty mixer. I promise I'm going to give you some scriptures and stuff. Just bear with me. I have a a heavy-duty mixer, but I don't always want to pull that out. Um, So I bought a little hand mixer from um, Walmart just a few months and baby, let me tell you, it saved the day. I just, I didn't, I didn't have time to get mad or frustrated. I just went and got the other one, and I finished the cake. I did what I needed to. I then you have to bake it. So there are ingredients. There's all of these are processes to making a delicious cake. So with that said, there are processes to surrendering to God. But before we discuss the surrender process, um, I want to do a, just a brief recap because there may be some people that are on the call. It's your first time. You didn't know that the theme this month is surrender, and you didn't and you hadn't heard some of the things that we talked about this month. So really briefly, um, if I could put it in a nutshell, I would say surrender is to get out of my own way. You, you know you can be in your own way. In other words, we can sabotage our success. That's that's being in your own way. If we don't sabotage our success or don't sabotage the process, we can be successful and we can achieve a goal. So getting out of my own way. Another another way that I like to look at surrender is to let go and let God. Now, that sounds really, really simple, doesn't it? Can I tell you that can be an absolute challenge? Yes, I'm going to talk about me. That can be a challenge to let go and let God. Yesterday, or not yesterday, a couple of days ago, so this is Thursday, just this week, I was in prayer and I heard the Holy Spirit say, you need to let go of that. And that was fear. You need to let go of that. Now, 
what you mean fear? Um, uh, the Bible says that, uh, what's the scripture? What's the scripture? I just went blank. It's not fair. He's not giving us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if God has not given us a spirit of fear, fear comes from someplace else. Where does it come from? I don't know. I'm going to let you think about it. You think. What you think? Don't take your phone off mute. Yeah, it comes from the devil. Fear comes from the enemy. Fear is designed. Fear is designed to get us to the point where we, we don't move, where we don't act. We just give up. Whether it is condemnation, which is absolutely orchestrated through fear, they go, they're synonymous with one another, as opposed to conviction. All right, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. But, but, but anyway, talking about surrender um, and talking about letting go and letting God, the Holy Spirit literally said to me, Tanya, you need to free fall. I was like, okay, okay. He said, no, 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 literally. Stand by your bed and free fall. Just fall backwards. And I, you know, it felt kind of silly, but I did it. And he said, do it again. So I did it again. And he said, do it again. Do it until you get that thing in your spirit. Do it until you get that thing in your mind. You need to stop overthinking. I have a habit of overthinking because, see, I'm a detailer. I'm a planner. I'm a cre- I create processes. I create solutions to problems. And so it requires detail. And I can't just create surface details. I must create minuscule details as well so that I can explain those details to people and it's so fluid that they can follow the recipe without fail, right? But the problem, the nemesis for me is, is that I overthink in my own life some things that are just simple. S-I-M-P-L-E. It's simple. The simple things are not designed, I'm talking to me first, that we overcomplicate them. Now it becomes something completely different. We can frustrate people. We can frustrate the process. We can even frustrate ourselves because we've made, Tanya made a simple process. <laughs> Complicated. Tanya, just go across the street. But which way? How do you want me to go across the street? When I go across the street, what will be there on the other side? Will it be good? Will it be evil? What? No, just cross the street. Meet me right here. Do you see me on the corner? Which corner? Is it the corner on the east? Is a, no, I'm waving my hand. Do you see me? Oh, okay, there you are. All right. But the spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. There is no law against such things as these. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have put to death their human nature with all its passions and desires. The spirit has given us life. He must also control our lives. We must not be proud or irritate one another or be jealous of one another. Galatians 5, 22 through 26. Tanya, why did you read that? Because I said we must get out of our own way. We must let go and let God. In other words, we must crucify our flesh, our, our, our desires daily. That's part of the surrender process. Did you say all that other stuff just to say this was the surrender? Yes. Yes. I bet you're looking at it differently now. I could have just gone straight to the, to the scripture, but that's not my process. 
my process is to give you details and to force you to think differently or not. You don't have to. You don't have to think differently. You could keep on thinking the way that you are, and you're going to keep on getting the same thing that you've always gotten. Somebody told me that's the definition of insanity, but we're not talking about insanity today. We're talking about surrender. I'm going to read the scripture one more time. But the spirit, what spirit? God's spirit that lives inside of us. Can I tell you a secret? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Part of those are the characteristics of God. Yeah, that's his nature. And when we adopt those things, we're adopting God's nature. It's teaching ourselves to be more like God, not to be God, but to be more like God because we're his children. We are his sons and his daughters. I have, I have <laughs> my grandson and I, uh, Tariq, we were talking about DNA yesterday. And we were talking about um, some of the things that we tend to do, which is uh, his, the way that he learns. He's a, he says, Mima, I am a hands-on learner. He's 18. I took him to a job interview, a job fair yesterday. And he said, I'm a hands-on learner. learner. I said, me too. And I said, you know where we get that from? We get that from grandma. We call her mother, my, my mother. He said, oh, man, that's like it's transferred from generation to generation. Yes, it is. So I said all of that to say we, um, once we are, um, because we are the, the children of God, we actually adopt part of his nature. That's the point that I was making. And so then I went on to say, the scripture goes on to say, there's no law against those things. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. There's no law against those. We want to do that as much as possible, as often as possible. All right. Um, it, uh, uh, okay. And then, uh, then going on, it says, and those who belong to Christ have put to death their human nature with all its passions. That is the denying of flesh. That is crucifying the flesh. I'm not talking about getting on a cross and dying I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about crucifying the flesh. For the spirit has given us life. We must also uh, control our lives. So we have a responsibility to control our emotions, to display patience. Yes, that person has gotten on your last nerves, but um, allowing our light to shine means that we exhibit patience. Yes, you could be mean to that person who was mean to you, and you could you could tell them off real good, but instead you make a decision to display kindness. That's surrendering to the process, all right? The only way we can truly surrender is by repenting. We talked about that all last month. How ironic is it that we spent the first 30 days of the year talking about repentance? Right, and so developing and implementing repentance as a lifestyle. In other words, we don't just wallow in our sins, but we ensure that we are repenting to uh, make sure that we don't miss the mark. And if we look at Ezekiel 18 and 32, it says, "For I take no pleasure in the death in the death of anyone," declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Repenting allows us to live an extended life as well. So that's Ezekiel 18.32. We can be ordered to surrender by a superior. In other words, 
um, a superior or somebody that's in charge may give us a command to stand down. In other words, to stop doing what you're doing. That I'm sure you've heard that in the movies, or maybe if you were in the military or if you were on the police force or what have you, they might say, stand down. And that means stop what you're doing right now. Don't fire your gun another another single time. Stop right now. And you have to have the ability to be able to hear your commanding officer's voice over all the noise. Did you get that? You have to have the ability to hear the commander-in-chief's voice over all the noise. Let me break that down to you. There is chaos, for example, going on in your life. There are things that you want to do. There are things that you're in the middle of doing, and they and I'm not saying those things are wrong. You are executing what you know to do according to the scriptures because you have discerned, and I'm going to talk about that word in just a few minutes. You have discerned good from evil, and you know, based upon what you see, that is a trick that the enemy is trying to use to get you to lose the battle. But you have discerned that it's the devil. You have discerned. It's not the devil using your child. It's not the devil that is, um, that is, excuse me, I, I spoke before I really completed my thought. It is the devil that is using your child. It is a spirit that is using your child. It is, it is a spirit. You have discerned. It is a spirit of, let's say, anger or a spirit of retaliation in your coworker, a spirit of jealousy. You've discerned that. You have peeped that out. And now that you know that you're dealing with, right, now that you see it for what it is, you have discerned it. You, have, you see it for what it is. Now you know how to respond. Because if you just respond to whatever the behavior is, you may respond differently and get the wrong reaction. And now you have a, more, uh, you have a, a worser, I'm going to call it, worser problem on your hands. But because you've been able to discern, oh, that's this, that, and the other, she's angry right now. Let me not respond to what's going on with her, or let me not respond to this guy based on what he's doing. I'm going to show him kindness. This is a brush showing another brother kindness. I'm going to show him kindness. That's going to, because the Bible says, grievous words stir up anger, but a soft answer turns words turns away wrath. So what do I mean by that? Let's just say that a guy approaches another guy, and he's very aggressive. Now, as a man, you you may feel like, well, you know, I'm not gonna let this dude step to me like that. Hey, bro, you could you could meet the aggression with aggression, and the thing could escalate. Now you have a, perhaps a volatile situation, or you have discerned this brother is upset about something. I don't know what it is, and so I'm gonna do the I'm I'm going to I'm gonna stand in my truth as a man of God, and I'm not gonna bite on the aggression. I'm going to speak a little lower, and I'm going to be very calm in my demeanor. But I'm, I'm, I'm ready, though. I got, I got my stance. I'm ready, but I'm not going to show him that I'm being aggressive. I'm not going to get in his personal space, uh, but I'm going I'm to use wisdom. And so you speak to the brother, and you say, hey, man, let's, you know, come, come over here for a minute, because there's a crowd of people, and they don't need to hear what's going on. Come, come over here for a minute. Let me holler at you. And you say what you need to say in your manly you know, godly voice, you even slip in a scripture. He don't know it's a scripture, but you even slip in a scripture. Right now, now the word of God has permission to act on that brother. And you, and you see the calm come over him. He don't even know why he's being calm. And the other people are wondering what's going on. The spirit of God has taken over that situation. 
because if it had gone the other way, that, that is an example of grievous words, stir up anger, but a soft answer turns away wrath. You were able to do that by discerning the situation. Does that make sense? Don't take your phone off mute. Okay. Um, let, let's, let's go to the surrender process. The surrender process is simple. However, it is not always easy. That sounds like an oxymoron to you? It does to me, and it don't sound like it's fair. Anyway, I know that the, the dictionary uses easy as a synonym for the word simple. However, when the definitions of those two words are examined, there is a difference. Let me prove my point. One definition for simple is plain, basic, or uncomplicated in form, nature, or design without much de decoration or ornamentation. For example, you go to Starbucks or you go to Pete's, yuck, uh, and while you're at Starbucks, <laughs> you're at Starbucks, Dee Dee just rolled her eyes at me. While you're at Starbucks, you see the menu and they got latte this, mocha that, frappa what, add a shot, all you want, a cup of coffee. Just a simple, cup of no cream no just a simple cup but they got french rolls black rolls forest rolls you name it rolls may i please have a cup of tv oh we got all kind of tea we got matcha tea I can't just have, it's, it don't it don't matter if it's green or black cannot just please a simple cup of tea and they give you your tea and you go on about your business simple really really simple all right while, so while the definition for easy is, 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 the definition of easy is to achieve without great effort, presenting few difficulties. You see the difference? Simple is just uncomplicated in form. I don't want no extra sugar and cream. I don't want no latte. Just a black cup of regular coffee versus easy. It's easy to make, to, 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 uh, it's easy to, you know, Go brush my teeth. It's easy. It's, it's, it's easy to make a decision that I'm going to do this, that, or the other. It's easy to, I'm squinting and can't see on my computer. It's, just, it's easy. Just go get my glasses. Just go get my readers. I got them all over the house. Just, you know, make it easy for me. I don't have to leave from the kitchen when I'm trying to read the directions for my German chocolate cake. I, just, I keep a pair of glasses in the you know, in the drawer, in the utility drawer, it's easy. Pull them out, read them, you know, it's no fuss, right? The secret to surrender, in my belief, is discernment. I told you I was going to talk about that a little bit more, and I know we are at the top of the hour. I'm not going to finish today, but it's okay. I'm going to come back to you next week, and I'm going to finish it up. Discernment, put all things uh, put all things to the test. Keep what is good and avoid every kind of evil. That's found in 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 through 22, and I read that from the Good News Translation. Let me say it one more time, because the scripture is so short, you might miss it. Put all things to the test. Keep what is good and avoid every kind of evil. Discernment really is um, nothing more than the ability to decide between truth and error, between right and wrong, or between good and evil. I, all my life, all of my, not all of my life, but my adult life as being a believer, I made discernment like this great big spiritual thing. Now, there is a gift of discernment, 
I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about in everyday life, our ability, like I just said, use the example of, of the gentleman. Let's call him Herman because I used Herman the last time that I talked. Herman uh, makes a decision that he's not going to react, makes a decision because he's looking at the situation. Joey is usually not even that aggressive. Something must be wrong. He's discerning. He is asking himself questions. He's examining the situation, right? And so I'm going, it's very, this is very, very important to us as believers, especially when we're talking about the surrender process, because you have to discern what it is you need to surrender. If you don't know what it is in your life that you need to surrender, you're never, how will you surrender? You got to know what it is that you need to release. That's half the battle. Knowing what the issue is, is half the battle. But how do you know? You got to discern. I know it sounds like I am um, on a hamster wheel, but I am. Because I want to go over it and over it and over it for you to understand how important discernment is and how simple it is. Again, it is understanding between good and evil, right and wrong. Okay? Um, here's, here's, here's a million dollar question because it is also the ability to think biblically. How does one think biblically if you don't read the Bible? I'm going to let you think about that for a few seconds. How does one think biblically if we never pick up the Bible and read it? Say law, don't say nothing, just think, think for a minute. Does the Bible just pop in my head? Do I just get it when, get the scriptures when they share a declaration with us? Do we, let me, let me answer the question. It doesn't happen. It just, it's impossible. We have to take time to read the Bible because reading the Bible is good for us. The Bible instructs us. The Bible corrects us. The Bible helps us to be aware of different things. The Bible uses different scenarios, real-life scenarios, to help us to understand that we are not the only ones that are going through a particular situation. Um, the Bible, it fortifies us. It helps us, it gives us hope. Um, and it helps us to discern between good and evil. Let me give you, um, well, actually, this is a good place to stop. Um, so part of the surrender process is, is understanding discernment. Um, when we open up the call for the Love, Life, and Victory um, discussion. We could talk about that a little bit more if you're, if you're still not clear. But there are, there are several, several other steps that are necessary to the process, but I've run out of time. Uh, and I, I did that on purpose because I wanted to lay a good foundation because next Thursday will be the – oh, no, we'll have a little bit more time. I was thinking we are already at the 22nd. We are not. So I'm going to take my time and really go through those the steps, uh, uh, the process of surrender um, so that we can all be on the same page and we can win faster. Not that we go faster, but we can win faster because 
we, we understand now how to design and we can avoid some things. We can avoid some of the traps. This is why it's important to design. Well, a few more points and then I promise I'm going to stop. Discernment is so critical to our walk uh, in, in Christ Jesus because literally, listen, I'm giving y'all game right now. Literally, it will help us to avoid the pitfalls, the ditches, the um, traps, the snares that the enemy literally has set up for us. Did you know that he does that? He digs ditches and pits. He puts down slippery myrrh and slippery substances so that we can slip and fall. So that we can, and it's so slippery that every single time that we try to get up, we continue to slip because of the how the the um the range of slipness that he's put around us causes us to continue to slip. And even some of the people that he put in our lives, they don't just help us slip; they keep us down, right? So so when we are able to discern, we can avoid it altogether. I will never forget. It was plain as day for me, y'all. I promise. I keep things, keep the Holy Spirit keeps bringing up things. It was 2013. Dion is my witness. It was 2013. I said, sis, something is brewing. I can feel it. I know it. I can see it. I see what's happening. But nobody will listen to me. I see what, I see what the enemy is doing. This had nothing to do with self in this particular. I see what he's doing. I see the pawns that he's using. I see it. Nobody's listening. All I could do in that instance was to pray and to make sure that I was well fortified, that I was well equipped, that I had my armor on. And each time something came up, I couldn't react the way that I wanted to in my flesh. I had to react um, based upon the Holy Spirit the way that he told me. It, it, it became the ugliest thing that I've ever witnessed and gone through in my life, but I was partially prepared. When I say partially prepared, because the enemy came at a completely different way that I wasn't expecting, but it didn't completely take me out spiritually. It did, that was the design. That was the whole plan, to take me out, to get me to give up on God, to get me to deny my faith. That was the plan. I said, oh, no, ooh, I'm, ooh, I'm, I had to catch myself. I said, oh, no, I'm not, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, I'm not going to never give up on God. People will fail, but God will never fail me. So I always had that foundation, but it took a minute for me to recover from that particular thing. That's enough, but I'm telling you, discernment saved me. Discernment saved me. That's, that's, I'm going to stop there because I don't want to give you a drink of water with a fire hose. I don't want to give you too much information. It's important to piece this out. So that we can, again, we can all learn. I want us by the end of next week's lesson, I want you to be far more confident in what it is to discern and the, the process of um, surrender so that it's not a battle for you. It's not a battle for me. With that said, my name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve of this message. We're getting ready to change the direction of the call. We're going to segue into the love, life, and victory portion of the call that I talked about earlier. But before we do that, I want to say hey to y'all. I want to say good morning uh, to you guys. So if we're, we're going to do it this way. If there are any guys, any gentlemen, any men of God, any men on the call that would like to say good morning, we're going to allow you to do that first, followed by anybody. It's your first time being on the call. Any 
anybody, it's your first time being on the call, we want to extend uh, an invitation for you to say good morning. If you just let me know who you are so I can address you properly. And then the third category is um, anybody that is new to the call, you've been calling, but you've never said good morning just because you didn't want to. It's cool. Now you feel like you feel safe enough. You feel welcomed enough to say good morning. So those three categories in that order first. Men, first-time callers, and first-time speakers. Are there any men that want to say good morning? Good morning. Any member, are the, uh, Rochelle, are, are, is everybody unmuted? Or yes. They, they all I'm say good morning because I sound like a man. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Okay, if there are no men, I know y'all be working and it's hard for y'all to get off sometimes. There are no men who want to say good morning. Are there any first-time callers? Someone invited you to the call or maybe you saw a post on social media. You'd like to say good morning. The floor is yours. All right, any first-time speakers? Never said good morning. All right, the call, the call is open. It's a free for all. Good morning. Good morning. I enjoyed your share. Peace and love. Good morning. Peace and love. This is Pastor Ricky. Wonderful share. God bless you. Good morning, Pastor Ricky. Good morning. It's Leomi. A great decoration. Thank you so much. Good morning, and yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning, it's Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning, this is Joyce. Thank you for the great declaration. Oh, thank you. Bless you. Good morning, this is Mary. Thank you for the beautiful declaration. Good morning, Mary. God bless you. Kingdom blessings. Good morning. God morning. Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning, Teacher Tanya. This is Joyful. Good morning, Joyful. You make my day. Anyone else? Y'all quiet this morning. Did I scare y'all? Or y'all was tired of hearing all my stories and analogies? Good morning, Chan. This is glorious. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. This is Camille. Thank you for your verse. Good morning. Thank you, Camille. You're welcome. Jubilant. Good morning, Jubilant. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Anybody else? If you could do me a favor, um, if you've already said good morning, if you could go ahead and mute your line, please. Thank you so much. Anybody else before we go? Morning, Tanya. Christina Joy. Good morning, Christina Joy.
All right. Arthur. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, um, that was a beautiful decoration. This is Sister Sabrina, and I appreciate you. God bless you, and have a good day. Thank you, Sister Sabrina. God bless you, too. Good morning. Hi, Tanya. This is Ronay. I loved your decoration. Hey, hey, girl. And I you know I'm always listening, and I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, and your team. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Yo, yo. What's up, big sis? Hey, Eric. Good morning. Good morning. All right. All right. I am uh, I'm thankful that I could say good morning to y'all. You know, teaching um, from the phone and not being able to see your audience is not an easy thing to do because you can't read the body language. Right. As a as a as an orator, somebody who speaks often in front of crowds. Um, number one, you need to know your crowd and you need to be able to speak to that crowd because uh, if I'm speaking at a high level, only the high level people or uh, people will understand versus versus those individuals that are not. And I don't mean better than maybe maybe I'm speaking to a crowd that is all degreed up or whatever. And I can use words that they can identify with. But if there are people in the crowd that are not degreed up or that are younger, that the, the information is going to go over their head. And so we have that one of the disadvantages, one of the disadvantages is speaking um, and using the phone is that we can't see you, but I can feel, right? I can see and I can hear, um, which is why we encourage you to use your sound, not, not just so that we um, as the declarers or whatever can hear and discern. That's one of the ways we discern through the spirit of God. Um, but it also, uh, it, it, it is just, it is, it is just so different. And, and it's, that initially it was very awkward. It's, it's easy to do now, but, um, you know, it just can be a thing that is really, really different. So with that said, are there, I don't even know really why I went there, but wh- while we're, while we're getting ready to segue into love, life, and victory, love, life, and victory, are there any questions about the lesson or the declaration that was shared this morning? Um, any comments? Could anybody identify with anything that I said this morning? Is there something that resonated with you? Is there something that made you go, oh, man, I didn't think about it that way. I like to call that a God moment. Uh, anything along that line, the floor is open, but we want to make sure that we keep it in the context of the themes this morning and what was shared. Anybody, anybody? No, and all mine. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Good morning. This is Angela. Okay, so <laughs> as you described yourself, you was describing me. I was like, my God. So <laughs> when, when I said, so I pictured you like falling, literally falling back. Like when you tell stories, I'm like literal. I'm like in the pages with you. So. I was like, okay, check. So I'm taking notes and I'm writing down decision, ingredients, measure, mixture, overcomplicating things, and you just fall back. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, I hear you loud and clear. And this was 
this is look, if it was for no one else, this was for me. I thank God for it. And I am going to muddle this throughout the day. I'm really going to sit and meditate. Like, what decisions have I made that I need to unmake? What ingredients for my full surrender for whatever it may be? And what measure does God have to pour into me? And what measure do I need to expand to? And how he's going to mix this all up and Angie, mm-hmm. stop overcomplicating things and just learn to fall back. Because honestly, transparent. I have had some failures that made me have fear of failure, but those are the the areas that I need to fully surrender to God in the killing of Angela D. Holmes' heart. So, amen. Thank you. I appreciate it this morning. Yes, Lord. I think at least there are two of us because when I tell you, listen, for these last few months, I've been so sick of myself over – Girl, what is wrong with you? This is the conversation that I'm having myself with myself. I ain't ha- I didn't even have to look in the mirror because I would have just rolled my eyes at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have ro- rolled my eyes at me. What is wrong with you, girl? Send myself a Giphy. Uh, my favorite Giphy of rolling the eyes is the one with uh, Viola. Viola rolling her eyes and picking up her purse and walking off. Oh, my God. Tanya. Really, but um, and and, not, and so, but the thing for me, and because I don't know, maybe it's just gonna be me and you talking for the next few minutes. The thing for me is the the vulnerability, the vulnerability that comes along with that of giving up the whatever it is and being vulnerable to new and learning the new way of surrender, the new way of processing, the new way of whatever the thing is. That because it's uncomfortable. And it's mm-hmm. so easy to put on the controlling um you know, because it's real it's at the end of the day it's control, right? It's it's mm-hmm. so easy to put that back on. Oh, it looks good on me. To me it do anyway. The other people are like, what is what do you have on? <laughs> Why did you wear that today? Right. Why do you have on all those bumpers? But, <laughs> my friends will get me together. My friends will get me together. <laughs> Why did you wear that? I'm, this is a true story. <laughs> so I lost a little. I didn't realize how much weight I had lost. Prior to losing the weight, I had, you know, bought several pairs of jeans and some tops or whatever. And I was not, I was not aware. So I'm going to our little Christmas gathering that Grace has had in December. And I wore what I thought was cute. And Dion said, what in the world? <laughs> Cindy. I, I said, shut up. And I rolled my eyes at her. And then all it took was for the rest of I think Simone with her sweet self is the only one who didn't talk about me. I was so shocked. Find me some cool. So it didn't fit well. But I needed them. To, I needed to hear that. I didn't realize it. That's my point, Angie. Yeah. I didn't realize that I had that that the that, that I had lost that much weight, um, and that I need to get I need to get that brand new and I need to give them away. And then I thought maybe I should save them for if I get. <laughs> so what I the moral of the story is the moral of the story is is that we don't realize some of the things about ourselves, which is why it's so important to have some form of accountability in our lives. So that the, the so that they can let us know that that's too big. 
or you don't need to wear that. Go ahead. Yeah, no, absolutely. And while you were talking, I was thinking about all the bumpers that I put on. Like, okay, God, I'll fall back, but I got I got bumpers, you know, the little cushion kind. Backup plan. Is your your bumper your backup plan? Backup plan. Oh, I'll fall, but I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to hurt because I'm going (laughs) to bounce back up. I got on all these bumpers. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me. What is wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. I get Excuse it. me, I get ladies. It. Oh my Excuse God. me, okay. ladies. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna need Angela D. Holmes <laughs> and Tanya Faye. Alex, <laughs> listen. I have to laugh, Tan, because I didn't. I was not sure, because you know, I I was born with hips, so I don't really tease people with their weight. But she just it it was shocking. So I just to say that. But your your share this morning and trust the process of surrender hits because you touched on so much, especially when you talked about. Like when some, like you use the the uh, analogy of the the man being tested, right? That's what's going on. And and when you said about being sick of yourself, I have been overthinking stuff so much this last couple of months to where, like you said, I got sick of me. So there's some areas I got to surrender so that my attitude isn't stinking and my, you know, because when you overthink, you you're you're not always acting, you're not always surrendering, you're not letting God's will be what it is, and so your life's not as bright. You know, I mean, when you're supposed to be a kingdom representative, so things agitate you that shouldn't. Um, you you respond to stuff you shouldn't respond to, and so I just want to thank you this morning for just reminding me gently, because that's what it was, um, to to surrender and trust the process of it, because there is a process and there's ingredients to it, just like you laid it out with your cake. I don't want one because I'm I'm like Dion trying to unbig my back. And 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 can you do a, a declaration that you focus more on peeps than Starbucks? Because Starbucks, don't nobody drink that water. Okay, I'm gonna go on mute before I get in trouble. Love you. Amen, amen, Didi. I forgive you for that last comment. Anybody else have a comment or a question? Because if not, I'm gonna give y'all some time back. Hey, Dan, it's you. I'm going to try not to say too much. But you talking about um, the Bible discernment and talking about don't say nothing if you don't know nothing, quoting um, Bible scriptures and not scriptures because you stripped away the word. Um, So that was good. That was good. Read. To, start, to study, to show thyself approved, a workman. You you know, Second Timothy 2, right. 15. Yes. Love you. Love you, too. Yeah, so what the scripture she was quoting was, study to show thyself approved, a workman rightly dividing the word of truth. And so we're able to, so the word of truth is the Bible, it's the scriptures, right? So rightly dividing the word of truth is the Holy Spirit that enables us, that helps us to make sure that the truth is, do we divide the word? Understanding it, that's what he's talking about. Rightly divide the word of truth because we don't want to be giving the wrong information. Uh, We don't want to just give our perception of the scriptures, and a lot of that is happening today. People are just giving their perceptions. No, we need to give what the Holy Spirit gives us, and we need to know if it's the Holy Spirit or if it's us. How would you know that? Discernment. (laughs) Yeah. I want to challenge you this week to define the word discernment, D-I-S-C-E-R-N-M-E-N-T, 
M oh my God, M E N T, discernment. I want to challenge you to define the word discernment. And I also want to challenge you to find a scripture about discernment. So just do um, do a Google search or a Bing search, whatever search engine you use, and just say Bible verse about discernment, D-I-S-C-E-R-N-M-E-N-T. Now, I know everybody's not going to do that, and that's fine. The people who do, I believe you're going to be blessed by it because it's going to I believe what's going to happen is is that your curiosity will be piqued and you're going to want to know a little bit more about discernment and why I kept talking about it. Why is it important? How do we use it? What is it? Anybody else have a comment, a question, or anything along those lines? Um, If not, we are going to Yes, I do. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Shar. Everything um, that I heard, um, the at the end, because I got on at the end, was like an answer to a prayer that I had been praying to the Lord to fortify me and oh. to give me, yes, and to and now when I started praying that prayer, I felt like I was being used at the beginning. I had hurt you at the beginning, then I had to get off and got back on, that your father was a sharecropper and they tilled the ground. And I mm-hmm. felt like um, being tilled, and you know, because I've been saved a long time, um, but I felt like God is tearing down everything I thought I knew uh, mm. to rebuild me and to fortify me. And when I tell you the discernment that God has given me, sometimes I wonder, like, am I am I really hearing what I think I hear? Because it's sometimes God is giving me to see people intent or their motives. And if you say discernment, is that part of the discernment? I hear what people are saying, but I can see what you are meaning. It's the words and the motive doesn't match. So um, with that type of discernment, uh, it's not always good. It's sometimes painful. And so with all, you know, with that type of discernment, I thank God for your word because I know now I have to think biblically. I have mm-hmm. to try the word, what's been said by the word, by mm-hmm. the wisdom of the word, so I won't act up. You know, in my flesh, I have huh? to act accordingly, you know, what God is showing me through the word, if that makes sense. But I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting the Holy Ghost use you. Amen. Thank you. And to pronounce your name for me one more time. Char, C-H-A-R, Sister Char. Okay, I want to make sure I was hearing Okay, I want to make sure I was hearing it correctly. I'm really yes. big on that. <laughs> but uh, thank, thank you for that. I'm glad that you were, um, uh, because my, 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 the direction of my lesson changed, um, and the Holy Spirit just said, no, spend some time on discernment. So I'm glad that, thank you for that. That, that was, that's an encouragement to me. To, to let me know that I was definitely going in the right direction. Um, yes, yes, yes. But as you talked about, um, you reminded me of something that I was talking about with tilling the ground. And um, I know my tilling process was very, it was excruciating. It was excruciating. And it went on for several months. Uh, actually, I'm not, that's not right. It went on for several years. Um, 
I didn't always stay in a low place, um, but it, it, you know, there were highs and there were lows, but there was that this was a long process and it was very uncomfortable. And as you were talking, I know it was painful for me. And I was like, man, I wonder uh, if it's painful for me. I wonder if it's painful for the ground when it's being tilled. You know, when you, if you think about it, you think about the shape of a hoe. It, it has a long uh, pole, right? And then it has metal at the end of the pole that is shaped like a, shaped like a, like almost like an L, right? And the shorter mm-hmm. part of it, um, is the blade, if you want to call it, it's not really a blade, but I'm just calling it a blade. The shorter part of it is what you use to strike the ground, part the soil or part the dirt so that it can be um, separated. It sounds like it would be painful, right? And I thought of this scripture. It says, Paul said, let me read it. Okay, Paul said, that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. He's attributing faith-fueled and hope-shaped groans to non-human creation. Which lets me know the, the creation does feel pain based upon some of the things that we do. If you think about the environment, and I don't want to get into pollution and all that other kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, the environment belongs to God, right? The earth and everything in the earth, the trees, the, the flowers, the plants, the herbs, the ground, all of this stuff belongs to God. He created it. But when we mishandle and misuse, when we abuse the earth, it causes the earth to groan, which is why we're having um, some of this crazy weather that we're having, right? It's not the same as taking a hole and separating the ground, but um, the earth does feel some groaning. So I said all of that to say we feel hurt and pain when we go through different things. Some of it is self-inflicted. The earth also feels some of the pain. It, the scripture just compares it to childbirth. Now, men don't know how excruciating that pain is, but it's pretty painful. Men, it, would, might, it might be like kidney stones for y'all, asking passing kidney stones. If you've ever did that, it's very, very painful. Childbirth is, a, is several steps above that, but anyway. All right. I feel like I'm just talking, talking, talking. And that, that scripture, by the way, was found in Romans 8 and 22. Um, so I'm going to let y'all go um, and uh, have some time back. Maybe you could use the rest of your time to find the word discernment and see if you could find your scripture uh, as it relates to discernment. And uh, I'm going to pray that y'all have a great day today and that you be the light that we need to be so that the world knows that there is hope. Oh, I see a light. Let me see if I can get to that light. And we want to continue to pray for the Jackson family. Um, and for those of you who were wanting to make a donation uh, or, uh, you, you know, because you of, of time or of uh, of uh, our monetary donation. We've definitely put that information. It's in the uh, Victory Room. Um, you can find it on my page. You can find it on Dion's page. You can find it on Sabrina's page. Um, if you'd like to be a blessing and make a contribution to the uh, to the services, again, they are Saturday, this coming Saturday, the 17th at 11 a.m. There will not be a... Um, 
uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I'm drawing the blank. There will not be a quiet hour. Instead, they're going to do that at 10 a.m. So there'll be a viewing from 10 to 11. The service will start at 11 a.m. And it will be at Friendship Baptist Church in Vallejo. I can give the address real quick. One second. Um, and we want to come and be a blessing and uplift beyond that day. Um, the address to Friendship is 1905 Florida Street in Vallejo. And um, we look forward to seeing uh, those of you that are in the Bay Area. We look forward to seeing you. Please come up to me if we've never met before. Please come up to me and say your name so that I could put a, a name with a face since, since we don't see each other. Um, and obviously, it will be a busy day. It will be a very emotional day. But the way that we can best help Dion is by praying, continuing to pray. Dion, not just Dion, but her and her family, by continuing to hold them up in prayer. Um, and we want to, um, again, just be available to offer service where we can. Uh, and that's it. We pretty much, uh, again, if you are interested in helping, you can inbox. I think they're, they pretty much, I don't know if they have all the help that they need, but if they're, so, or if you want to bring a dish, um, please inbox Sabrina or Dee Dee um, on Facebook. And they can tell you what is needed or they can tell you if they don't need anything else. Um, but anyway, again, this Saturday at 17, uh, at um, 11 a.m., we will be celebrating DeMarie Jabril Jackson's life. All right? I love y'all. Have a great day today. God bless. God bless. Love you. Peace God and love. love. God bless you all. God bless you. Love you. Have a beautiful day. God bless everybody. God bless you all. Have a blessed day.